That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. If you've been following the show for a long time, thank you for the support. It's great to be back. It's 2022, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm going to crack the clean cause right here for the party we're about to have as we kick off the 2022 year. Great to be back. I'm super excited right now. Had a great time off for the holidays. I hope you did too. And uh, at the same time, I'm excited to be back and I'm excited that the holidays are over. Uh, Had a good time. But uh, man, it was a lot this year. We moved in the month of December and you know how the holidays are. They're crazy anyways. Take a little sip of the Blackberry Clean Cause. One of our old sponsors, great company. Donates 50% of all profits to support addiction recovery. Check them out, cleancause.com. Love their drinks. But man, how are you? How you doing? How's things? It's good to be back. It's last couple of months of the year where uh, it's kind of back and forth, up and down with posting podcasts and uh, feeling very confident, very excited about the new year ahead. So I uh, hope you're going to join me through this new year in 2022 of cutting alcohol out of our lives and trying to live uh, fruitful and encouraging and positive lifestyles uh, as we kind of go ahead and try to find purpose and uh, stay connected to God and our higher power and our family, our friends. Uh, man, it's just a uh, lot, lot to look forward to, a lot to be grateful for. And uh, man, it's just good to be back. I got to take a breath here. I got to think, uh, think a little bit about something or not think about anything at the same time and just roll with it. And uh, if you notice, the title of today's podcast is How to Live Alcohol-Free in 2022. And uh, we're going to talk about that as well as uh, jump into some updates uh, updates about that sober guy moving forward. Uh, and uh, before we talk about how to live alcohol-free in 2022, and hey, I just want to say, not that I have all the answers either. I try to just share what's worked and what hasn't worked for me in my personal experience uh, with living a life alcohol-free. So if you're new to the show, just want to uh, put that out there up front. Like, hey, I, I don't have all the answers. I'm not uh, any any special person, man. Just a dude who struggled for about 17 years uh, with alcohol and uh, found a way out. And I want to tell you too, there's a way out. There's hope. There's, there's a way that uh, you can live without leaning on alcohol. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, and before we do that, let's get to some of these announcements. They're important. And the first one is we have partnered again with Promises Behavioral Health. So um, big shout out, lots of love to Carly, to Kathy, to the team uh, over at Promises. We partnered with them before. Uh, I love um, working with those guys because they're they're very passionate about recovery. They help a lot of people and they're a professional resource that we can trust and that we we recommend. We, we Like I said, we've worked with them for years. We know them personally. We have great relationships with them. And most importantly, we trust them. Uh, and that means you can too. So if you got, if you yourself or you have a loved one, somebody who's struggling and you're listening to this and you're looking for some professional treatment options uh, near you, uh, here's what you can do. You can go to promisesbehavioralhealth.com slash sober guy, or you can just pick up the old telephone the old cellular phone, 
thinking about getting a house phone lately. How about that? Maybe one of those old dial-up ones like back in the day. You'd like have an answering machine. And speaking of that, well, let me give the number real, real quick. It's 888-205-1890. Promises Behavioral Health. That's 888-205-1890. Tell them what you heard about uh, them from that Sober Guy podcast. They can help point you in the right direction. But we were talking, was this on one of the drives? Uh, we were on a commute or a drive back from Southern California or a drive up to Northern California from Southern California. And we were explaining to the kids about how back in the day, you had a pager, right? Everybody, anybody remember pagers? If you're old enough, you remember what pagers were, man. They were like the, they were the thing back in the '90s, man. You were cool if you had a pager, or you were a drug dealer, straight up. I mean, that was pretty much the two categories there. You were trying to be cool, or you just dealt dealt dope all day, and that was <laughs> that was the device. Or maybe you were a doctor. Who knows? I guess you could have been a doctor or somebody very important who needed to be paged. But in any case as a uh on the latter end of my teen years do you remember mixed tapes or when you listen to the radio and you'd record stuff and then that kind of transitioned into um voicemail messages right so you'd put a voicemail on your pager and then you'd you'd maybe have a song playing in the background i remember for me it was like rbl posse He'd come on and be like, there's a bluebird on my shoulder. Can I kill it? Yeah, there's a bluebird on my shoulder. Yo, what's up? This is Shane. I can't make it to my pager right now, but if you leave a message, I'll call you back. (laughs) And so then you'd get the page that would come through, right? It'd be like 449-2121-911-911. Man, that must be important. So you'd have to go to a payphone or to to your buddy's house or whatever, and you'd have to call and say yo what's up get at me what you doing <laughs> i didn't really talk i kind of talked like that i guess at some points where you're trying to be cool back in the day but you guys remember that pager code too eight two three one four three put it on the pager if it's major hit me on my pager ring it ring it ring it ring it ring my telephone who knows that A little e40 if you're from the bay area Good stuff, man. Good stuff. One of my favorite albums, by the way, in a major way back in the day. Still bump it. Still bump it today. In any case, I don't know how I got on that, but that's great. <laughs> I love reminiscing and talking about some old school stuff, but a couple other announcements uh, before we move on into how to live alcohol free in 2022. Got some good resources and some tips for you. We're going to be bringing a buddy of mine, Nate Kelly, uh, from the Sobriety Diary. Nate Kelly and his team uh, as well um, are going to be helping out. Uh, He's from the Sobriety Diaries podcast and also uh, started Podcast Geek Productions uh, a few months back, which is exciting for him. So big uh, shout out and and much love to him for going for it. Too many of us have great ideas and then we're, we're scared to launch stuff. We're scared to start stuff. Like if I launch, if I waited until everything was perfect to launch this podcast back in 2014, I wouldn't be talking on it today. I wouldn't be doing that sober guy podcast. It wouldn't exist because there was a ton of fear there. You know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing in the moment. Like I just was rolling with it. And uh, so I remember having that convo with Nate and just saying like, dude, it's so great to just see you just go for it. Like, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have to work out kinks along the way. And so, uh, you know, Nate launched a podcast. He launched a production company. 
Uh, and in turn, we've had some good conversations and I need some help, man. I can't do this on my own any longer. I want to continue to grow and help as many men out there quit alcohol as possible. And so uh, he's going to help us do that. And I'm excited about that. We have some good ideas that we're brewing up, uh, some some live podcasts uh, potentially and some more podcasts potentially uh, instead of the just one a week, of, you know, and we'll do some lives on the locals chat or the locals uh, men's group, sober guy men's group on locals as well. And so uh, just wanted to kind of solidify that and give a shout out to Nate and his team. Uh, and if you want to hear a little bit more, Nate's actually been on the podcast before back on episode 373. He's got a great story, very passionate about his recovery. So you can go back and check that one out too. Um, you know, and in, in that it's, it's been a real, you know, I talked to my, my buddy, my good buddy, Seth, uh, today, we actually got to meet for coffee, which was awesome. Uh, he was out in Vacaville, uh, doing a couple of things. And, and so we kind of sporadically met up and, um, I, I kind of told him about this. I said, man, I'm re and there's another, another, uh, another person I'm, uh, have in mind that I'm going to reach out to, uh, this upcoming week about, uh, some, some more help on a different, a different note. And Seth kind of said, man, I'm, I'm glad you're doing that. I'm glad you're reaching out for help, you know? And obviously this is a different, uh, scenario here, but I just want to bring that, bring, bring it up because it's important for us to ask for help sometimes. And sometimes as dudes, it's really hard to do that, especially if you're struggling with something like drinking, something as serious as that, you know, or, or you just want to quit. You just, maybe you're not struggling so hard and you're, you're, you're going through a lot of, um, you know, uh, stuff that's super bad, like jail or, you know, DUIs or, you know, maybe you just want to like, see what life is like without alcohol for a little bit you know, but it's tough to ask for help. Like whatever the case is, whether it's asking for help in your business or a, a podcast or, um, even all the way down to, you know, giving up alcohol. Um, it's a tough thing to do, but we have to learn to do it. I have to learn to do it. And so this is a big step, like giving up some of that control. I do everything on sober guy, pretty much pre-production scheduling, um, you know, the social media recording, editing. I don't do a lot of editing. Thank, thankfully these days, because it's not, it's one of the worst things I can't stand to do. It takes forever. So I've just mastered. Well, I shouldn't say I've mastered. I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, sound arrogant or anything, but I've, I've practiced a lot at, at podcasting. And so I've gotten to a point where I can produce the show on the solo and, and pretty much do it in a live format and not have to go back and do a bunch of editing, which has been, which has been huge. Um, so here's what I'm trying to say. We can, you know, we can't do everything on our own, especially if we're trying to not drink on our own. We need some help. You know, we always need some help sometimes and it's okay to ask for help. So back to Nate. Thank you, bro. I'm excited to have you and your team helping out that sober guy podcast, man. It's going to be great to see where that goes in 2022. Uh, so, and then the next thing, this kind of leads into this. Maybe you're tired of drinking. Maybe you're just over it. Maybe that's why you're listening today. Maybe you're back and forth. We finally... It's taken some time. I've had lots going on last year, but we finally launched the 30-day program designed to help you quit drinking for 30 days or more. Okay, let's get a little round of applause there. Get a live one there too. All right, I'm excited about that because it's been a ton of work. It's been a lot of back and forth. The things have changed along the way, but I finally launched it and um, had some encouragement and support from my wife and from family and from friends. So appreciate all you guys out there who support it and those who have been checking the course out as well already. Um, 
So thank you for that. But here's what it's called. It's called Quit Drinking Dude, The Ultimate Men's Guide to Quit Drinking Alcohol and Stay Sober for 30 Days or More. It's a 30-day podcast course with worksheets and exercises um, and accountability groups and um, stuff to help you along the way so you can quit drinking for 30 days and and hopefully more if that's what you choose to do. Uh, But you can check it out right now. You can get the entire 30-day program for 50% off. Just use the promo code 50% off. You got to spell it out, F-I-F-T-Y percent off. Um, And you can go to www.quitdrinkingdude.com and uh, you can check it out there. Let me know what you think too. Also follow us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. Join the sober guy men's group on locals. You can download that app in the show notes and uh, everything that we talk about today will be in the show notes. So those are the announcements for today. Um, I know it was a little long winded today, but uh, it's the first show back and we're just kind of getting back in the driver's seat here. I'm back in the driver's seat hosting the show, facilitating the show. we got great guests coming up for the year, and it's really going to be a great year. I see so many dudes that are on the path. i got like my buddy Ray right now. God, just, I just want to give him a big shout out. Known each other since the first grade. Um, like five months sober right now. I think he started back in August. And uh, dude, just like I'm seeing friends and I'm hearing from so many dudes out there across the country who are emailing us who are messaging us on on Instagram, who are talking in the locals group just about how they're staying uh, alcohol free. Some have a week, some have a month, some have five years. Man, it's just an amazing thing. And I see a ton more of that happening as we move into a crazy time in this world. And there's no better time to try to find God, to try to be sober-minded and to try to give up that poison that uh, has, is, is really robs our soul and steals um, our authenticity uh, man, it's what it did to me, man. It just, it, it totally confused me. It stunted my growth. Um, it, uh, it killed my spirit. And if you're feeling like any of those things, man, maybe it's time, uh, to give it up for 30 days and give it a shot. So let's do, um, how to live alcohol free in 2022. I want to recap a little bit of 2021. I know I did a little bit of this in on the last podcast of the year, but a little bit's happened since then too. I just want to do a quick recap of that and talk a little bit about it, what it looked like, how it panned out, where we're at today. Uh, and, and in the process, we're going to go over some of these tips on, on what to look for as we go through and, and try to, uh, try to stay, uh, you know, not drink, like not drink. I'm going to take a drink though, of my non-alcoholic Herba Mate real quick. Man, this thing's good. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. (sighs) Let me take a breath. 160 milligrams of caffeine, baby. Oh yeah. So back in 2021, back in 2021, the year flew by. A lot of crazy stuff. The beginning of the year was crazy. We had all kinds of divisiveness and weird stuff going on. Everyone's divided and man, it's so sad when I look back on it and uh, still, you know, going on today. And so it's like, how do we, how do we operate in a world where we don't have a lot of control over it? Well, number one, we don't try to control it. We, we try to keep our side of the street clean. We try to do our best and uh, try to be the best human beings we can be. And in that time, you know, we came to the decision as a family, like we're going to sell our house and pretty much everything we own and go out on complete faith and, and move, you know, at least go stay at the beach for a while. I was kind of back and forth for work and and whatnot, but, um, you know, it was 
it wasn't intentionally supposed to be a permanent thing, but we put ourselves out there. We took a chance. You know, we trusted in God. And I wanted to ask you guys this, and I want you to ask yourself this. When was the last time you took a chance? When was the last time you sought uh, sought out something or thought out something that rhymes um, or had a vision or a dream or an idea and you took a chance and you went for it? When was the last time you trusted 100% that God was going to come through for you and you and you went for it? You just went. Now, that could be giving up alcohol. That could be starting a business. That could be trying something new like surfing, which I did last year, which is the hardest freaking sport I've ever tried, by the way. I know I've talked about it before, but I still can't get over it. So hard, but so fun, so amazing, so spiritually, uh, such a great sport to get connected spiritually in and get your ass kicked at the same time. But when was the last time you tried something like that? And why do I ask that? It's not to, um, it's not to put anybody down or make anybody feel bad or say I did it and you didn't. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm asking that because I experienced this feeling of feeling alive in doing that. And I experienced that same feeling when I gave up drinking shortly after through that process. And I still continue to have that at times. It's not obviously as strong as it was when, um, you know, when I first quit because there's, there's that, they call it the pink cloud. There's a lot of that like euphoric feeling of like, man, you're kind of just on this high because there's this new life ahead of you and it's super exciting and different. And we can still get some of that and experience that stuff when, we take chances and I'm not saying be stupid and go do like we, at least in my opinion, I have to take, I like to look at like calculated risk. I like to look at things and, and kind of even kick around numbers and percentages and weigh options and odds and, and then kind of play out like I'm willing to risk stuff. I'm willing to dive in. I'm willing to trust God and stuff, but it has to make sense. So I'm not saying be wild and reckless like we were when we were 20 it's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying like, if we're playing small and Trip Lanier talks a lot about this and I hear him say like playing small, it just came to mind right now. A, a buddy of mine been on the podcast a couple times. I guess I'd call him a buddy. I hope so. I mean, we've never met in person, but he was one of the dudes who really inspired me when I first launched that sober guy, but he, he's got a great podcast, the new man podcast. Definitely recommend checking it out. If you're interested in uh, some more men's growth and, um, and great guests and stuff. But he talks a lot about that playing small. You know, maybe we're we're stuck in a job we don't like. Maybe we're um, we're in a place in a relationship we don't like. We're in a time in our lives where we're just like really comfortable and we don't feel alive. And so, when was the last time you felt alive and you just went for it? Ask yourself that again. You know, and maybe you have an idea. Maybe you don't. But I just want to say. If that's you and you're and you're and you're going through that right now, or you want to try something new, or man, go for it, go for it, trust in God and go for it, and and give it a shot. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're, it's not like, all right. Then you try something else if it doesn't work out or you don't like it, you know. But go for it. Such an amazing thing. And if it's drinking, you you want to quit right now? Go for it. Put some skin in the game, you know. So we stayed down in Huntington Beach. Um, like I said, kind of back and forth for me for work, but the, the kids and Jess were set up there and, um, man, we met some great people. We met some great friends. We had an amazing time, um, just being free, um, you know, creating experiences and memories, 
Um, I met some great friends like my buddy Matt from Fuel Ministries. Uh, man, just a, a great dude, really passionate about God, like has a, a, an amazing ministry, um, you know, and we, we met through the kids' school. So the kids that we were friends and Jess and, uh, and, um, and, and Matt's wife were, you know, Heidi became friends and like, we just, we joined these communities. I met Damon from, you know, my buddy's motorcycle mechanic and he works at Huntington Surf and Sport down there, which is one of my favorite stores, by the way. I spent way too much money buying stuff when we were down there, all kinds of cool, just gear and all awesome stuff. Um, I met him at the store and then like I, I was taking cash to the skate park one day, the Volcom skate park in Costa Mesa. And, um, I just happened to see him there. And so I was like, Hey bro, what's up, man? Like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just, you know, we're kind of new here. And I saw you at the store and we, we became quick friends and man, just like cash Lucy. I mean, it was just a great time. And we, and my point to this is I'm not, I, we stepped out and we got uncomfortable. It wasn't comfortable not knowing anybody at first. It wasn't comfortable leaving, you know, like our family and friends at that point and like not really knowing what was going to happen or where we were going to go. You know, I mean, we had a little apartment to stay in, but we didn't know, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen in that. And here's kind of what happened in the process of all that amazing, awesome stuff. Like there was some ups and some downs, you know, we learned that Jess has a tough time with change as do a lot of people as do I too, but we all deal with it in different ways. And some people's is a little more um, intense and a little more, uh, we deal with things differently, you know, and that's just Jess and I in general too. I'm a dude, she's a, she's a lady. And like, we don't, we don't always see eye to eye on how we deal with things. And it, it it's, it's tough sometimes, you know, it's, it's marriage. That's why marriage is, is tough. It takes work. It's not just something that you do. And, and we continue to have to do that. Um, but one of the things I learned in that, like here we are in the most beautiful place, one of the most beautiful places, I think, uh, in, in, in the country, probably, um, in, uh, in Orange County, Huntington beach. And like, I'm walking down the street. I think we were there for you know a couple of months at this time. And I'm walking down the street on the walk in the morning. And I just realized like, wherever you go, there you are. Like I'm here, I'm in this moment. And it was just kind of a, a, a monotonous day. The beach is right there. Sun's shining. It's like 70 degrees. It's like groundhog day down there by the, I just burped. Sorry. <laughs> I tried to hold it in. <laughs> um, it's the, the, uh, what's it called? Um, carbonation man in the, in the urban mate man got to me, but I'm walking down the street and like, there's all, there's this beautiful stuff, but like, there I am. And it just occurred to me that like happiness comes from, it, it doesn't matter where you're at. That's why like Nelson Mandela can spend like 30 years in prison and still come out and be like, and be happy and be and run and become president. Because, and, and I'm not saying I have this all figured out by the way, either, not even close, but what I have become is aware of the fact that whether I'm in Huntington whether I'm in Vacaville, whether I'm in Idaho, whether I'm in Florida, whether I'm in Texas, whether I'm in South America, it doesn't matter where I'm at, whether I'm at the dumps dumping shit out of the back of the truck because we got a bunch of boxes and crap, whether I'm mowing the lawn, it doesn't matter where I'm at or what I'm doing. And now don't get me wrong, circumstances can definitely play. And I'm, I know there's some serious things that would be really tough to be excited and happy about like prison or something like I get it, but I'm saying in a general manner, if we're 
free people and we're operating in in a in a we have free choice still you know in 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 that setting we can dictate how we feel and we can dictate you know what our actions are and um how we treat people and how we operate and the experience that we actually have in this life because life is short this life is so short i'm 40 now i'm 40 <laughs> i think there i think i played that that uh that sample from uh I think it's Van Gundy. He said, I'm 40 now. Yell at me. It's like one of the funniest things ever. But like, dude, I'm 40 now. It's crazy. I feel like I'm 25 still sometime. Not always in my body, but in my mind. Like, it's like, it's insane to me. And I'm realizing how short this life is and how, how important it is to enjoy the experience, to enjoy the experience and not get so caught up in the past or the present or, well, not the present. It's okay to be caught in the present. I meant to say the future. Don't get caught up in the future. Future tripping. The present is great. I, I truly believe that's the secret, is being in the moment. And I'm, I continue to learn how to do that. Um, but just that moment there and just that realization, like here I am in the most awesome place and I love it here, but wherever I go, there I am. It's like, wow, okay. This is kind of starting to make sense. So a lot of the time I, I spent complaining about Vacaville and hating Vacaville because I grew up here and it's a great town. It's a, it's a great, it's a great place to raise a family. There's a lot of good people here. We got a lot of great family and friends here, but I had, I really had a tough time with it, you know, going through some of the things. And I realized that it really wasn't the place or the people or whatever. It was me. Now I'm not going to lie and act like the beach doesn't help out a lot with that. Okay. It does. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if I'm at the beach or in Vacaville or wherever, like I said, I have a choice and a decision to make and find some acceptance in the fact that God's got me right here right now. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. If I truly believe in faith and I truly believe in the process of, um, of life and learning and, and trusting God, like I, I, I don't know, I don't know how else to, to really explain it. Um, I also learned down there. So th there was that. I also learned about a little bit about purpose and at least what I think for, for my purpose. And that's one of the most important things. I remember feeling like so lost when I was drinking still. I remember feeling so out of touch with myself, with reality, with my family. I felt like no one understood me. And I felt like one of the biggest things is that I just, I felt like I had no purpose anymore. I feel like I lacked, like, why the hell am I here? I remember asking myself that. And I think I'm starting to, to really come to terms with the fact that it's actually really simple while I'm, like, why I'm here. And it's to enjoy the experience. It's to help others. It's to spread the love of Jesus. It's to be with my family, to be with my friends. Like, that's, to me, what it's for. And maybe it's a little different for you and that's fine. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but I think in the, in the purpose of all of this and, and the finding our purpose, what it comes back to is serving others and being truthful and honest with others in, a, in the most respectful way possible, you know, loving others the best we can. Now it, it's, it's not going to look perfect all the time. I, I understand that, you know, but if we're looking for, and then with that comes learning about myself, I get to continue to do that because I'm in process, right? I remember a um, 
guy named Keith saying that in Celebrate Recovery a couple years back. Man, I'm in process. I'll never forget that. And I, he's in his 50s, I think, you know, and he still is learning and he he understands that and he continues to grow and find new things. And so for us, as we continue, many of us who, who drank for a long time, we're, we're stunted. We don't grow. We think we know it all. We think we got it all figured out. Like that's when God usually just smacks us in the face and is like, nah, bro. And you keep repeating that cycle over and over and over. And I, you know, I have somebody who's close to me who just can't, won't refuse a couple of people actually who refuse to like cut the alcohol out. And every single bad situation that happens, when you look at it, you go, well, was there alcohol involved? Well, there was. So I'm not saying that that's the problem because, you know, we're the problem, but that is the main factor in all of this. It's bringing a lot of this stuff out and, and, and keeping us stuck in that place where we're, where we're where we're at, where we're not growing, we're not learning, we're not going through the process, we're not discovering who we are as men, you know, as human beings. We're not growing as fathers, as friends, as, you know, in our businesses, in our jobs, whatever it is. Um, you know, and so finding some of that purpose is is huge. And like I never would have been able to have any of this awareness because I don't have the answers, but I, I am you know, blessed and lucky enough to be able to start to understand and be and 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 be um, granted some of this awareness of some of this stuff, and I think that's the that's the key to it, you know. And then we can move forward and keep putting one foot in front of the other and trying to do the next right thing, and like stuff will fall into place when we don't expect it. I also realized I want to help 9,000 men quit drinking. (laughs) And I know that sounds kind of crazy. It's like, why 9,000 men? Like, where did that come from? And I've had a couple people ask me that. And, um, it was, and here's the funny thing about this is that I kept getting this number and it's like, man, 9,000, like, why is that such? And so in, in this, I went back and I, I was doing a little research on like how many men in the United States struggle with alcohol and it came out right to um to night i think was it 90 i'm going back yeah 90 million 90 million um men struggle with alcohol right and so i was running like numbers and i'm like man well like what if i could help what if sober guy could help you know one percent of those and i did the math and one percent was 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 um nine million men and i went man that's you know that's a lot is that right nine million i mean i have to go look at back and look at these numbers now i wrote them down let's do this real quick on here i just want to make sure i get this right so 90 million right times one percent is nine hundred thousand okay and then we'll do nine hundred thousand wait let's do this ninety I totally just botched this whole whole idea here, but that's okay. 90 million times 0.01% equals 9,000. Yeah, okay. So I was on I was I was right. I was right. I wasn't wrong. I just proved myself. Okay. Who gives a shit, right? Like whatever. 9,000 men. But it's point the point here here was the point. It's 0.01% of the men who struggle with drinking uh, in in the United States of America, that's kind of how I came up with that number, and it then it then it, then it clicked like they both went together, and I was like, man, that's I kept thinking of that. So 
I want to do that. Like I've set this goal, this vision to just want to help as many dudes as possible, you know? And so that's like a new vision, a new goal. And been talking about goals in our mastermind group and with some other buddies, obviously it's a new year. So a lot of people are setting goals. We're trying to stay healthy. We're trying to stay fit. You know, maybe some of us are trying to eat better. We're obviously trying not to drink and like, dude, I want to help as many men as possible quit drinking because I know the life that exists without that crap in our bodies and without relying on that. Um, so we, okay. So here, here's the other part to this change the subject real quick. I'm going to shift gears. And I think I mentioned that we had is getting back to Huntington real quick. We had a fire in our apartment. It was insane. Um, and so, you know, right before this, we had deter, we had talked about, you know, coming back to Vacaville because, you know, it had been some time real estate market in orange County is insane. The real estate market in California is insane, right? If you're live here already, or you're familiar and this whole state is really insane right now, but there's a lot of good people here just for the record. And there's a lot of crazy people here too, but that's just, I guess that's just a part of it. But, um, so long story short, everything line, it has to line up perfect for us to come back here. And it does. And you know, it's, it's like total at ease. Like we talk about, uh, or buddy, um, my, good friend and sponsor like one of the greatest things he's said is like and he said a lot of great things i hope that uh strokes buddy's ego a little bit there <laughs> i'm joking we talk about that a lot he's like, oh yeah i want to listen in here if you say my name just just joking by the way but he does man he's taught me so much stuff and it's, i'm such a i'm so like lucky to have a good dude that i can talk to about stuff and learn from mentor and sponsor and stuff so i appreciate that but one of the things he says is that effortless effort you know effortless effort and so like for us, like with the move down to Huntington and the selling of our house and all these things, it was 100% effortless effort. It was, it was really easy. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were some things that were kind of challenging along the way, but this, the full scope of it, it was 100% effortless effort. And then moving back to Vacaville, buying a new house, like lining, everything had to line up perfect. And it was once again, effortless effort, Right effortless effort. But with that comes a ton of change. There was so much change in 2021. And I don't know how you deal with change, but a lot of us in different ways really struggle with it. It's really hard sometimes in any change, any life loss, um, you know, change of location, change of relationships, change of jobs, um, just change in the way we feel we're aging. You know, we have family members, friends who've gotten sick, another thing, you know, that a lot of us are dealing with and it's really hard, you know, it's really hard to deal with a lot of that, a lot of that stuff, the changes of things we see our, maybe our parents getting older, you know, and not being able to do the things that they used to do. That's a tough one too. Our friends getting older, changing. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of stuff. And like, how do we deal with that stuff healthy? And back in the day, what, you know, I would just went and drank about it because it's super easy. It's a super easy, short-term um, solution to a lifetime problem really, you know, of life, because we got to learn how to deal with this stuff on life's terms. Um, so with that, we move into this new house, like 10 days, but we stayed with my mom for a couple of weeks. So grateful for that. Mom's is great. So appreciative, but it's hard living with anybody. It doesn't matter if it's your mom or roommate, your, your siblings, um, you know, 
it's tough. You know, you have your own space, you have your own way you do things. And so there's that change, you know, and then, and then there's like the new house change and like the move and, um, you know, and, and at the same time, it's like trying to look ahead and be grateful for everything. Like, you know, starting with being alcohol free and like sober minded, to the best of my ability. Right. And trying to look at the blessings and the things that, um, you know, the, the life that we get to live each day, in addition to all of that, I'm also reminded, and I've been reminded of this recently, that I have to be understanding to the needs of others in this process. So in the life process too, my family, my friends, my wife, my kids, everybody, because everybody's different, and especially the ones closest to me, like my kids and my wife, my family, right? That's, that's a given. But like, I've realized even in this last week that like we all deal with things differently. And just because like, I don't understand what someone's going through or I don't understand how to help that. Cause I'm a fixer, right? A lot of us dudes are like, we want to fix stuff. We're like, cool problem. Here's a solution. Let's fix it. That doesn't always work with everybody, especially, you know, I'd say for, you know, especially like my wife and I've talked about that very openly before. Like I try to fix shit. It just doesn't, doesn't work. You know, it doesn't work that like people don't need that. And and I deal with things differently than somebody else does. And sometimes I forget that. And I have not been as aware as I should have been about all of the changes that I just taught. And there was more, that's probably a, a quick overview of some of the main ones, but there was a ton of change. I mean, I'm not even getting into work stuff and um, stuff that happened in our family, like change stuff that all happened last year. Maybe you've been through some changes yourself in 2021. Maybe it's a crazy year and you can relate to a lot of the things I'm talking about. And we have to stay aware. Here's the point. We got, we've got to stay aware of like how change affects other people too, not just us. And I can tend to get wrapped up in that and like push ahead. You know, I just want to push ahead and just go and I'm, I'm learn how to accept stuff and not like just fret on it all the time and like create suffering out of it. And, you know, I, and, I still have to deal and feel stuff sometimes too, which is hard for me. So I got to be careful not to get caught in between the two, which I can do. But like, I have to be understanding of others too. And man, like I suck at that sometimes. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to learn and get better at that. And the way that I do that is by having people around me that support and like call me out on stuff too. Like my wife, like my homeboys in the mastermind group, like my sponsor, like friends, you know, um, it's like, we have to have that. We have to have that support. We have to have the, um, the fellowship I'll call it, you know, and we get some of that in the locals community too. You got people sharing in there, people talking about things. It's starting to get a bit more active in there, which is amazing. So shout out to all my locals dudes in there. And if you're not in there yet, go join right now. Um, just check it out, scroll through there, see what you think. If you want to become a supporter, that's awesome. If you don't, it, you don't have to, you can still be in there and, and, you can still see what's going on and be a part of it as well. So either way, it's a win. Um, so I just want to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the show, who you've supported us in um, the podcast and my sobriety. And, you know, cause we're all in this together, uh, of course, as well as my family, my friends um, in 2021 who supported us, who supported, you know, the crazy decisions we made of selling everything and moving. And, and now it's like this huge change again, coming back. Like it's, it's been crazy, man. And that's life, you know, sometimes you take risks and you go for things and it doesn't work out exactly how you expected, but like, there's so much to be grateful for and positive about. 
um, you know, moving forward. And that's really what I want 2022 to look like for us. And I'm going to do my best to do that. And uh, so that kind of brings us into like, how do we live alcohol free in 2022? Well, you just don't drink. How about that? Okay, the end. Bye. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I hate when people do that. Hey, why, why did I just say that? Just kidding. I hate when people apologize overly too. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, don't apologize. It's a sign of weakness. It's like, so not right in like recovery and trying to like, you have to apologize sometimes. Right. But don't be one of those people who just overly apologizes about everything sometime. So annoying. Don't do that, please. How do we live alcohol free in 2022? Let's go through some of these tips. We make a decision and we go all in. You gotta, you gotta want it. You gotta want it. You gotta go for it. You gotta not one foot. I heard somebody, uh, someone messaged me the other day and said, you know, Hey, like, I feel like I've had one foot in and one foot out for a long time now. And like, I'm done. Like I'm going both feet in. And I remember doing the same thing, having that feeling like I'm all in, I'm letting this cat out of the bag. I'm done with this crap. I can't take it anymore. I'm, I'm over it. And I was all in and I haven't looked back since. So you got to make that decision and be a hundred percent certain on it. And you know, if you're not sure, keep trying some controlled drinking and see how that works out. <laughs> I don't, I don't recommend it, but I'm just saying like, then maybe you're not ready yet. You know, maybe, you know, maybe you got to try. It's going to take some time. I don't know. Everyone's different in their own spot. But what I do know is you got to make that decision. You got to be firm in that decision and you got to have legs to support that decision. You know, just like legs support a table, the tabletop doesn't just sit there and float. It's got legs supporting it. And some of those legs in not drinking, you know, and, and giving that up are, you know, community and maybe a mentor, maybe uh, some sort of program, maybe some sort of meetings, you know, you, you got to have those legs to support that. At least I know I did. I couldn't do it on my own. You know, I still can't, I can't do life on my own. I need help. It's back to the beginning of the podcast, talking about getting help for the podcast and getting help for sober guy as a platform and as a business and moving on to help 9,000 men quit drinking. Like I can't do that on my own. First of all, I need God. Number one, you know, which isn't a perfect thing for me either, dude. I'm not like, I'm not the most spiritual guru person. I struggle with that. Sometimes I question a lot of stuff. And I think that's healthy too. I think it's honest and we just got to do our best and, you know, try to live out the, the process the best we can, but man, you gotta, gotta be ready to go for it. So if you're, if you are freaking go for it, I'm trying to stop saying the F word. Like I always say, I say it like every episode I'm trying to stop saying, but I've been doing better. They still slip sometimes, but I'm getting better at it. I just stopped myself right there, but make a decision and go all in. And, and then accountability is another one accountability is another one. Should I say it a third time? Accountability is another one. How about a fourth? Accountability is another <laughs> like, shut up, bro. So I want to share this a little bit. I talked to my buddy Ray, who I mentioned, and we have a mastermind group. We meet on Thursdays, mentioned it before. Shout out to my mastermind buddies. Love you guys. Um, you know, Ray's like five months sober now. And I was talking to him the other day and I was kind of asking him like, what was one of the biggest things that like has helped. And he said it was accountability. It was fellowship. It was having other dudes in our group. Like my other buddy row. When, um, when Ray said, I'm going to, I'm going to give up alcohol for 30 days, you know, Roland said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do it too. And our other buddy, Brian said, well, me too. And so like you had this pact of these dudes who said, I'm going to do it together. And we're still meeting, you know, weekly. And so there was this 
camaraderie, this fellowship and this accountability piece, you know, and then there's other support in our group from like my other, other buddies like static in the group. And, um, you know, we, we just like, we all mesh together well and we help each other out. And so you got to have that fellowship, that accountability piece there, um, to help support along the way. You know, that's how we live alcohol free in 2022. We, we hang around people, you know, who are like that. I'm going to get to that. That's one of the other points on here too. But before we do that one, the other one is put in work. One of my favorite sayings, three words, put in work. We got to put in the work. We got to show up. We got to commit to things. We got to do things, you know, that help us grow. Like the, we got to write it. Like one of the exercises on day two of the 30 day program is I share my story right? And then I have you or the person, the, the, the dude, the guy, the man who wants to quit drinking, I have them write their story out, have them write their story out and then post it up so they can see it and use it as their why. It's such a powerful thing. We don't even think about it because we get going in life and we forget so many things that have happened to us. And when we can sit down for an hour and it can even be like a living document, you can add to it later if you want or reframe it up or, or redo it. You do as many times as you want. But when we start to look at those things and write out our story, and then we start sharing our story in meetings or with other dudes in groups and um, man, there's so there's something so powerful about that. So powerful about it. And um you know, that's, that's, I'm just saying that because it's an example of putting in the work. And there's a, there's a lot of other examples. Like I did a nine month step study and celebrate recovery a couple years back. Jess and I both did it, dude. And it was grueling sometimes having to show up and hear other people's stuff and talk about your own stuff. And there's exercises in the workbook every week, but we showed up. I think we missed, you're only allowed to miss, I think four times. I think we missed three times out of nine months, three nights out of, you know, every single week, you know, for whatever reason, but we were there, you know, 90, I don't know what the percentage is of that, but you know, a good percentage of the time we were there and it was really hard, but we put in work and we learned a lot in that. And you have to be willing to do that. Things like that, um, to live alcohol free and to, to, to grow and not just alcohol free, but to be you know, to, to grow in spirit, in your life, in whatever it is that we're doing, we have to put in the work behind it. Um, another thing, like who are you hanging around? How do we live alcohol free in 2022? Like who, who are we hanging around? Are we hanging around a bunch of people who drink all the time? Or are we hanging around people who support us and would be excited for us to hear that we're trying a 30 day, you know, alcohol free test out, challenge out, see how it goes. You know, I mean, that's a good question to ask yourself right now. Who, who do I hang around? Do I have people around me that support me or am I hanging around people who are my drinking buddies and they're, you know, they don't really care. Um, how about goals? Like what, what goals do we have set? Maybe it's, you know, a goal, um, to, to, to quit drinking. Maybe it's a goal to, uh, try a new sport out, to, to try a new activity out, to get in shape, to eat better. I mean, those are some of the more common, like classic ones, but what kind of goals are we setting for 2022? Like, and obviously this is a big time with the new year coming in. We're, we're fresh into it right now. So there's a lot of people who do vision boards and they do um, goal setting. And um, I think that's, it's awesome to do that. Have a plan, you know, and at the same time, live in the moment the best we can. Um, 
the other thing that came up was like childlike faith and spirit. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, that childlike faith. Like, what is that like? Like for me, I believe that God wants us to depend on him like a child would depend on their own mother or father. We should be depending on God like that. And I say we should be doing that in the terms as I'm saying we, as in me and all of us should be attempting to do that good. I'm not saying I depend on God perfectly and I have perfect childlike faith and you, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying I'm jacked up in that way. Sometimes I'm jacked up in a lot of ways sometimes, but back to the awareness thing, I've been blessed enough to, and sober long enough now, you know, where I can start to understand some of these things and kind of check myself or somebody can check me and say, man, like you should probably take a look at that a little bit more. Oh yeah, I should. And that childlike faith and spirit is one of them for me. Like I get so caught up in making the right decisions and doing the right things. And I got responsibilities and bills and all this stuff. And I feel like all this weight is on me and this pressure when really everything's going to work out just how it's supposed to. So if I can practice being a child, that childlike spirit, whereas my son trusts a hundred percent in me that he's going to eat tonight because he knows dad's going to take care of him. Cause I'm going to put food on the table. Jess is going to make a meal no matter what it is, like he's going to eat, he trusts, he knows he's going to eat no matter what. I need to have that same faith in God, in, in my spirit, in my connection with something higher. You know, I have to have that, that trust. And I'm, I'm speaking this out right now and just like it's really sinking in right now as I'm saying because I don't do that all the time. And it's really hard because we get so caught up in the world. You know, we get so caught up in that and then, in fact, I mentioned my my uh, my buddy Matt earlier, and um, just man, what a what a great dude! And like, was really happy to meet him. Like, he took me on this amazing surf retreat down in Oceanside when I was down there. It was a Bible study surf retreat, and uh, so we went down there. And, and uh, he has a couple of sons um, who are teenagers, and they're awesome surfers. And all, you know, there was a, a group of group of um, teenagers, and then the dads who who went. And, um, you know, we, we, we set up in, uh, in Oceanside and surfed all day. By the way, I attempted to surf all day. These guys are out there shredding it. I'm out there getting beat up. Got, I thought I broke one of my ribs at one point. I got the board caught under me and just shot up and just busted me, knocked the wind out of me. It was underwater. And I was like, it was just, it was kind of funny actually, but it hurt. And so I had to get out of the water and I said, yeah, I think I'm done for the day. And I didn't even surf the next day either. Cause I was pretty sore, but in that we still ate that night and the next night. And then we had Bible study that night and, and we, we got to talk and like have fellowship and like talk about the Bible and like learn and grow. And dude, it was so good. And like a great experience of stepping out and being uncomfortable. I think I talked about this on one of the last podcasts too. And so maybe you caught a little bit of it, but I want to reiterate the fact that like back to the beginning of this episode, I talked about stepping out, getting uncomfortable, taking risks. That's another example of that. Like I really didn't know anybody. I didn't even know Matt that good at the time. Like I kind of just met him and I didn't know any of the guys that were going. And I like just, I just went for it. Like, all right, cool. God, like, here we go. Like I'm rolling with it. I don't know how to surf. I suck. You know, but I'm going with it. I'm going, and I had an amazing time. I learned a lot and I step out, stepped out. I got uncomfortable and like, it, I'm so glad that like, I'm able to do things like that, you know, but we, you know, I haven't, we talked a little bit when we first moved back here and, and Matt said, Hey, I'm about to read Peter, you know, and maybe we can chat about that a little bit more. And so I've been in the book of Peter still, 
um, first Peter and just reading and, and just like thinking about stuff and learning and trying to understand and trying to make sense of things. And sometimes just stuff doesn't make sense. And I have to just come back to having that faith and that like childlike spirit in, in general period. So a couple more, and we're going to wrap up, wrap up today. And I hope, I hope you've enjoyed this, man. It's been nice to get back on the podcast and wrap a little bit and, uh, and share a little bit. And man, there's going to be some good things to come, uh, you know, with the podcast and with episodes and with guests and all that. So I'm really, really excited about that. I hope you guys stick around, uh, and, and join the locals community and let's keep doing this stuff together. Um, one of the other things that I'm actually, um, this is one of the big parts of, of the, of the 30 day quit drinking dude program is like how to have fun again in, in, in not drinking. Like, how do we have fun? Like, what do we do? You know, what are some things we, that, that we can do because everything relied on drinking, you know, back in the day for me, like the, that was the only way I knew how to have fun. So like, how do we do that? What are some of the things that we can do, especially early on? So we talk about some of that stuff more in there. And I've talked about some of it on previous podcasts and stuff too. And I, I don't, I'm not going to dive too deep into it right now because I want to wrap this up for, for, uh, for this episode. Um, but that's something to think about. Like, and if you're curious about that, you shoot me a message too. And uh, you know, you could, I, I can go back and look at what episode it is. I'm not sure exactly where we talked a little bit more about this, but we do a whole day on it in, um, in, in the 30 day program too, which is, which is great because it's such an important thing. And it's one of the, one of the main questions I get a lot is like, dude, how, how do you, how do you not drink and still like party? You know, I think there was an episode I did like how to, um, how to party sober. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. And it was back, my, a buddy of mine, Scotty turned 40. That's what it was. And I went, I went out there and we went to, uh, to Truckee, California, up by South Lake Tahoe or North Lake Tahoe, I, I believe. And, uh, man, you know, we, we part and I partied, partied sober, you know, and, um, uh, it was a great time. I had a great time, but there was also, you know, there's also some, some things where I kind of questioned like, man, should I even be here right now? Like, how do you know what's where to go and where not to go, you know, and where you should be and where you should, do you have a purpose to be there? You know, and how do I still have fun? You know, and there's ways you can do it. I promise you that because I do it. Seth does it. My boy Ray's starting to learn how to do it. So, you know, it's a, it's a really something to think about. Definitely something to think about. And, and when I say think about it, I mean, think about it, that it's possible. If you're on the fence, if you're like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could, I hear a lot of dudes say, I don't know if I could quit drinking. Cause man, like how it sounds really boring. Sounds, you know, and I'm telling you that it's not. It's not boring at all. It's actually amazing. And you don't feel like shit the next day. How about that? How about rule 62? Don't take yourself too, too serious. Don't take yourself so damn serious. I think that's what it is. You know, we got to have fun. Got to laugh. Got to enjoy. This experience is short. And then here's the last thing I want to say with how to live alcohol free in 2022. It's real simple. If you need help, reach out. If you need help, reach out. We have lots of resources. We have groups. We have, there's a whole list of meetings. Go to that soberguy.com slash meetings. I think there's a meetings tab on the website as well. There's some zoom meetings on there. There's plenty of local meetings in your community. All you got to do is, is, um, is look up where those are at, you know, type in, um, celebrate recovery, uh, any of the 12 step groups that you're familiar with, um, that, you know, that might, you think you might want to try out, you know, and then if that's not, if that's not an option, an in-person thing, I know everyone's kind of different where they're at with everything. 
There's plenty of Zoom stuff on there too. There's you got the the uh, Fourth Dimensioners every night at 6 p.m. Pacific time, and my sponsor buddy started that right when all this um, stuff happened in 20. What was it? I don't even know what year it was now. 2019. I don't know something, but when Zoom meetings started to be the new thing, so there's plenty of resources out there and options. And if you need some help, back to the very beginning of the podcast again. Don't be scared to reach out. I know how that is. I've been scared to reach out. I've been scared to start something new and, um, you know, or to try something out because I'm scared of failure. I'm scared. I, I don't know how to give up control or whatever. Dudes, it's okay. It's okay to get a little help sometimes. So you can check out the 30 day program. If you're interested in that, uh, to the quit drinking dude, ultimate men's guide to quit drinking alcohol, stay sober for 30 days or more. Super excited, excited about that. Go to quitdrinkingdude.com. Use the promo code 50% off for half off when you sign up. Man, I hope someone spoke to you today. Um, share the podcast with a friend too. Uh, I, I'd love if you, you know, if you're, if you know somebody who's struggling or who's been contemplating not drinking again, you know, or just trying it out, um, you know, feel free to share it with them. I love you guys. You can connect with, connect with us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. Uh, also join us on the locals sober guy men's group download the app or go to that sober guy podcast.locals.com love you guys so good to be back 2022 is going to be an amazing year you can do anything if i can do it you can do it peace love and respect keep your blood clean Come on.